first step to solving the problem is to admit it. My problem is that I cannot cope with life. My best attempts have been met with a lot of failure and I'm pretty acute. I'm acutely attuned to the pain that I feel when these failures come about. It's a constant reminder of how inept I've been in my life. It's all the more profound given the expectations that you know I've had on myself and people have had on me. It's crushing to, to, to the point that I'm rendered completely useless. I wind up indulging in shameful habits just to relieve myself of the anxiety and boredom. It's a tension I can't sustain. You know, I feel it in my chest. I feel it all over. Just it comes from within as I'm pressed against this well-practiced opponent who's got insights into my deepest weaknesses, my thoughts, and is well-practiced in the art because he's had so long experience that he has every edge to see to it that I blink. And every time I'm, every time I lose to him, I just feel a little bit more discouraged. I die a little each time. And you keep this up for so long, you start to wonder what's the point in all of this. All I have is just meaninglessness and suffering and pain and loss. And there's just no real reason to keep fighting. Well, and even if there is, you know, I mean, on some level, I suppose it's just out of a fear of taking responsibility, I feel. And that's one of the main branches of this tree that I'm starting to explore but I'll get to it in much more detail in a separate session actually I think for the moment I want to focus on a key component of this actually the reason I'm afraid of responsibility is that I haven't really gained much from taking responsibility as a man you know it's often the case that whenever I try to take responsibility I'm usually shamed for taking that responsibility usually whether it's after making a mistake or just even trying to take responsibility the idea of me taking responsibility and I guess there are things on my part that I may have done to lead to that but what the problem is is that the shaming is sustained to the point of necessary especially when it's done so publicly and all are you know involved in the whole process of shame and it's just not that it's not it's not made it's not a palatable experience it's not a palatable feeling to be shamed at all and with no other model to emulate on how to behave when confronting a mistake or error and eventually you start to internalize that behavior and that duality of, you know, call and response also exists within you as well as an individual. Especially, you know, looking at myself, you know, each time I make these mistakes, not only do I get shamed from the outside, I also get shamed from within. Because I have these expectations, you know. And the unfortunate consequence of that is, because of the pain inflicted by the shame, I become more resentful because I think to myself, what's the point? You know, going back to the point I was trying to make before. So I lash out in self-destructive behaviors, 
that don't really serve me in any way that I feel shameful for eventually and it just repeats the cycle over and over again and it's led to lack of progress in my life and I find that it's one of the key reasons why you know I don't learn as quickly as I would like to or I don't adopt new things or I don't create or I don't, don't dedicate myself to something for too long because there is no incentive there's no response I mean why should I go out of my way to do this so I wind up just looking for immediate gratification from anywhere that I can find it but having considered this quite at length I've come to realize that there could be a cure to this illness my attitude and it's the main source of it the key the key ingredient in all this is forgiveness one thing I've learned from doing a bit of stoicism is realizing that for every emotion that I have there's an equal equally opposite emotion or appropriate emotion that would fit that situation almost like a bomb over a heated heated patch of patch of skin I find that forgiveness is the adequate or the best response for shame, specifically forgiveness of self for not rising up to the challenge. Because why would we? I mean, being human is a very limited experience. You don't have all the answers. There are variables that you have no control on or not even aware of that you have any control over. I've always had a very, how do you say, cynical opinion about forgiveness, especially when you make reference to the Bible's expression of forgiving and forgetting. It did seem practical to me as a way of changing behavior. The problem I had, however, was not necessarily that when I was forgiven, actually, it was the case that when I was trying to forgive, I should say, I was trying to forgive. I was expecting the other person to change, the external individual to change, when in fact the change had to take place within me. Because that's the more that's the one I actually have that's the one I have control over. So it serves me best to focus on things that I have control over. And doing so from within, being able to recognize you know, my limitations, which is necessary for this to take place, if you think about it, you know, being able to understand the fact that life is suffering and, you know, we're limited individuals trying to make something of our existence. The pursuit of perfection has to consider this. It has to take this into account that, you know, Will Nietzsche describes it as the will to stability or, well, amongst other things, really, the will to failure, the will to limitations. The second part of that equation is the forgetting part. You know, once you've acknowledged the fact that you're weak and you're limited and liable to all sorts of mistakes, in order to forget, you have to recognize that mistake and try and make sense of it. You know, try and see, okay, why did this happen? How can I, what sort of things can I do to limit the chances of this reoccurring? And in so doing, you're able to make the changes that you need to make. I mean, in my case, for example, I've had some emotional I've made some practical changes to manage my emotional states when it comes to handling temptations or you know getting past procrastination it's still work in progress actually and I'll touch on that a little bit more towards the end of this discussion actually
usually when there's an event that incites these set of responses, the reaction is automatic, which is natural, you know, it's, and in most cases, especially when it's like a traumatic event, the emotional imprint is already made, it's rare that you don't have that already in place. And it just amplifies this feeling of shame, especially when there's that added response. And if you're someone who's already internalized it long enough, it becomes something that it, that you become almost addicted to even. So you're always looking for an excuse to be shamed so you can engage in that self-destructive behavior. So it does lead to a lot of resentments. And the more instances where you practice that, the more resentful you feel. And that's essentially how I felt about myself for such a long time. And because it's a lot like the feeling that Cain felt when his sacrifices were rejected by God. You know, it's being the personification of the ideal. Abel also serves as a judge to him because he represents everything that Cain isn't and Cain looking at that is feels inferior and that's how I usually feel whenever I don't meet up to my ideal so and because of that I developed a heavy amount of resentment which in essence which in essence leads to a lot of self-destruction and it's a case of me just destroying my ideal in the same fashion that Cain killed Abel it's very nihilistic and it, it's, a, it's, it's not a fair assessment of my capacities as an individual, anyone's capacity as an individual, because like I said before, we do have frailties in place, there are limitations to our character, we're subject to a universe of possibilities that are beyond our grasp and control, there is so much that we don't have any control over, so having that in mind it becomes easier to forgive and as you go about making those changes every day and being able to learn from your experiences you start to internalize those experiences you start to internalize those lessons until you forget there's a there's a bible passage that i'd like to bring up here that's uh, matthew 5 30 and if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off and cast it from thee, for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. So the parts of us that we wish to depart from would need to be the ones that we cast into hell. And in order to dismember yourself in that way, it does require a lot of discipline and a lot of focus and these are qualities that are quite painful to develop but I realized that any surgical exercise does require the right amount of anesthetic and for the purpose of change coming in this way if you're somebody who's looking to make some serious change especially for me if as someone who's looking to make some serious change in my life the best thing I can do is learn to forgive myself for not living up to what I anticipated that I could live up to in so doing it's given me a lot more hope for the future 
it's giving me more enthusiasm about trying and just doing things for the sake of eliminating the need to please people well not really eliminating there's still some work that I need to do in that regards but fundamentally it's given me a more optimistic attitude and I have every reason to believe that I'm much closer to entering the kingdom of God now that I am more in tune with this practice than I was before so on that note I'm going to end the entry here and um, stay tuned for the next session and until then stay honest stay truthful stay faithful